0: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I am Tony Serino alongside Christopher Carter, and this is your daily dose of all things Steelers. Today on the show, Chris and I are going to talk about Josh Dobbs versus Mason Rudolph. Maybe one last time this battle seemingly over if you listen to everyone other than Chris and I. We'll talk about that again in a new report from ESPN that the Colts may be interested in Josh Dobbs. Could this battle be over because Josh Dobbs is shipped out of Pittsburgh by the end of the week? We'll talk about that. And then we'll also do our annual Jersey Power Rankings. Chris and I are counting down five to one. The jerseys you should be buying in the 2019 season. Welcome to the show. You can find more of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the new Himalaya app, wherever you find podcasts, search Locked On Steelers, hit that subscribe button, make sure to get your daily dose. You can follow us on Twitter at LO Steelers. You can find us on Facebook, search Locked On Steelers, hit like on the Facebook page, but make sure you also join the Facebook group. You can also find us on Instagram at Locked On Steelers. All right, Chris, how you doing today? Doing great, Tony. How are you, my man? Very good, very good. We are just, what, a day away now from the final preseason game. This is going to be a game between Josh Dobbs and Mason Rudolph for the backup quarterback job. Or actually, Chris, we might be the only two people left in Steeler Nation who believe that this is that this is still a battle I had Matt we talked to Matt Williamson yesterday and he said uh, he thinks this is Mason Rudolph's job already I think pretty much everything I've read in, in the Steelers media has has said the same thing which is that Mason Rudolph has this jo- job and and there's almost nothing that Josh Jobs can do to win it
1: yeah I, I think that it's a real rough spot for him right now because uh, here's the thing when you look at how he's played and you see the flashes that he shows. There's still flashes. Right. They're big plays here and there. They're good throws on the sideline. Good back shoulders. Good deep balls here and there. But the consistency is what you need from him. And you're seeing that consistency build with with, with Rudolph and his accuracy. So I, I think that that has to put him over the top for for me for the for the Steelers. And uh, and I think it will. But we're, we will see. You know, Josh Dobbs is going to start the fourth. Preseason game, as officially announced by Mike Tomlin today. Yeah, and uh, and, and Mason Rudolph.
0: But do do you, do you count? I mean, like so, everyone else is counting out Josh Dobbs. I, I'm still not counting him. I still I still think he has a chance to win this spot, right? I mean, look, a year ago, I counted him out from the word go because I thought it was Landry Jones as the backup, and 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 Mason Rudolph would be the third, and that ended up not being the case. Even though look, Josh Dobbs didn't play in the third preseason game last year, came back in the fourth preseason game, and won the backup job from Landry Jones. I'm not so sure. I'm not bought into the idea that Mason Rudolph has this job, you know, sealed
1: up. Do you? I mean, I think that, I think that he has the lead. And I think if we were to talk in football terms, I think he has a 10-point lead with about four minutes left to go in the game. And Josh Dobbs has the ball on his own 20. And Josh Dobbs is going to have to drive the ball down the field, score a touchdown, get the onside kick, or make, force a three and out slash turnover, get the ball back, and score again. Like I think Dobbs is going to, and that you know translating that into what he actually has to do, Dobbs has to blow this out of the water. He gets the start. He's going to have the better, the best players on the field. Um, he needs to come out and light it up, and I mean two, three touchdowns, and and, and look good in doing them. And but if he does that, and Rudolph looks mediocre. Then he pushes the conversation and the needle back to the middle.
0: Yeah, last year he did exactly this though. I mean, you know, he came out in that in that fourth on preseason fire. game, and yeah, exactly. I mean, he was he lit it up, I and mean, he you know like like we said, he won the battle on that day. I I expect him to come out. He was eight of twelve, 151 yards and a touchdown. I think he did. He run for another in that game too. Yeah, he did. He ran for another in that game. So I mean, he was fantastic. And and the other thing that happened in that game is that Mason Rudolph played really well, which I think also in some ways made Landry Jones expendable. Um, because they felt like you know maybe Rudolph could win the backup job throughout the year, but um, this year, yeah, I'm not I'm not counting Josh Dobbs out yet. I think Josh Dobbs is going to come out and play his best game. Look, you know he fell behind early, right? The, the Bucks game was an up and down game for him. That you know he threw the bad interception against the Chiefs, and he and he was behind. I and mean, they think I think he's been behind in this entire preseason battle, but. I think he came out and played his best game against the Titans, and I expect that against the Panthers, he is once again gonna play his best game, and it is, I think he's still gonna make this a battle. The only thing that I think is gonna hold it back is if if Mason Rudolph doesn't play in this game, and is there is there a chance in your mind that the Steelers do say that, that this battle is over? We're not even gonna chance it with Rudolph. We're not gonna put him out there, no reason to, to risk injury or anything like that. Uh, and you'll play it's basically Dobbs versus Hodges at this point.
1: Uh heh. I, I just I, I really think that the, what what's gonna have to happen here is Dobbs. See, here's here's the let's 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 put let's put like a like a sort of what if board out here, right? Mm-hmm. Say say Dobbs does really great, and to the point that the Steelers are like, man, we want him as the number two. But then all of a sudden, you get someone calling in and say, hey, we want that guy, or or you you can't you dangle him out like a carrot. But to me. I still don't think that's a reality. Like I just I don't see this actually happening. It's just it, it's a it's a fantasy I think that a lot of people want to happen. I just don't see much trade value in Josh Dobbs, um, considering people have been looking at him. And I mean, it, here's the thing: if if you're really high, if you've been high on Josh Dobbs all this time, great. Then 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 you see that. But most people that I've talked to and that we've talked to. Um, Everyone I've talked to, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Everybody. I haven't met a single person that says, man, Josh Dobbs should, should be number two on this team. If if, the, if there was such a person as this, then it would be. But if you're one person who is saying that he is so bad that he should not be considered for number two and that you should look at Devlin Hodges more, that, to me, is like, then if you think he's this bad, why in the world would this other team want him? And, and it's just... It, it It breaks the brain a little bit. And, and so... I mean, even myself, and I, I would consider myself one of the higher higher thinkers on uh, of Josh Dobbs. And I mean, even Adam Crowley, I was on Adam Crowley's show this week and, and he was like, well, you've been a Dobbs guy. And I'm like, listen, I, I just, simply because I say Josh Dobbs makes plays, doesn't mean I think he's the best thing since sliced bread. You know, it's just, it, it seems like there's this this it's insane flip whenever you have a talk about Josh Dobbs and people just ignore reality when it comes to things and, and actual things that are said and done. But when it comes to this situation, I just – I don't see too many people trading for him. The other thing that could happen is that he is really bad, and then the team is like, well, you know what? We've tried for three years now, and we just don't see any progress with him. But, I mean, the truth is that he's progressed. He's reading the field much better. He's making deep throws. He's he, he's, he's throwing around the field, and he, he's, not, he's not letting his interceptions scare him into more problems. Um and he's been doing a really good job at, at, at dealing with, you know, when, when his line is crumbling and, and not panicking, he's been finding ways to get outside the pocket and extend the play or, or run, to run and get first downs. Um, I just I, – I, I think that it's – it's it's it would be a wild scenario if they were able to trade him. It, it would have to be a big surprise. Um, so I'm not saying it's outside of the, the realm of possibility, but I just – I don't see it happening.
0: Hey, before we continue, I want to let you guys know about Vivid Seats. Football season is here, and that means it's time to get your tickets to a Steeler game. There really is nothing like the live experience, especially in Heinz Field. And with Vivid Seats, not only are you going to get great seats to a game, but you're also going to earn credit towards your next live event with their Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program. Vivid Seats makes it easy to find the seats you want in the section of your choice, and with Vivid Seats rewards, you can earn credit back. In the month of August, they're gonna give you double credit, from 10 to 16% on all the purchases you make on the Vivid Seats app. So head on over to the App Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, you'll automatically be enrolled in the Vivid Seats rewards loyalty program. All their purchases are backed by 100% buyer guarantee, and for listeners of Locked On Steelers, you can get a discount of up to $100 by entering the promo code KICKOFF at checkout. Download the Vivid Seats app and get a discount up to $100 with the promo code KICKOFF. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Mike Clay of ESPN tweeted the other day, uh, he said... Josh Dobbs could be a name of interest for the Colts QB2 gig if Mason Rudolph does in fact win the backup job in Pittsburgh. Now, I think he also said that you know, he was hearing that from inside the Colts organization, although I can't find that clip so I can't corroborate that. He this could just be speculation on his part. But you know, the Colts are obviously a team that's going to be brought up in this because of the Andrew Luck retirement and the fact that they do have this hole at quarterback. Would they want a guy like Josh Dobbs? I think to your point, and it's a good one, right? If if this guy can't beat out Devlin Hodges, right? If the Steelers are saying, you know, we, we need to get rid of Dobbs because we have to keep Hodges what are you? I mean, what are the Steelers going to get back in return for Dods? Why is why is why is any team going to give up a, a sixth or even a seventh round pick for a guy who ultimately could be cut? But the other way I look at this is the Steelers saying, maybe you know, maybe we're not going to. I don't know that they're done with Josh Dobbs, but if they can get anything back from him, right, the, not that they're going to cut him, but if they'll say to the Colts, look, if you will give me a six, we'll give him up because we do like this guy Hodges. But if you're not, we're keeping him and we'll cut Hodges and and, and go go that direction. Um, or, or I guess the and the other the other thing you can say here is, and you brought this up, right? The, the Steelers could just be done with Josh Dobbs at this point. I mean, I guess that is possible. This is year three for Dobbs. The problem for him is the same problem that it started with, which is the accuracy.
1: Um, Well, That was an extreme hypothetical. That was not me saying that the Steelers are actually thinking this way. I I, I think Josh Dobbs has improved his accuracy. It still needs to improve more for him to become a starter. But I I don't think that Josh Dobbs – I don't think that the Steelers are actually thinking – you know what this guy stinks. Get him out of here. I don't. No, no, uh, well, yeah, I, I don't.
0: I don't think so either. And i because I think he should still be in the in the running for the backup spot. But I can't ignore the. I mean, you know me. Like I don't like quarterbacks that throw interceptions. And Dobbs, you know, had Dobbs has thrown a couple already this yeah. this preseason. And that is a. You know. And, and 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 by the way, you know. Hodges hasn't, Rudolph threw one, was it the wrong route? You know, we can debate that. But regardless, I mean, Dobbs' is Dobbs accuracy, and this is something that Matt Williamson talked about yesterday, that the accuracy is still an issue for him. And it's, and it's you know, it's accuracy on short throws. And this is a, you know, the quote-unquote dink and dunk offense, right? I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's yards per pass last year was like four or something. I mean, you know, or his intended air yards were like four yards down the field. So if Dobbs can't make those throws, right? I mean, this was Matt Williamson's point. If Dobbs can't make those throws, you know, he, he's not a fit for this offense. You have to change the offense when he gets in. And so I, I guess I could see that point of saying, okay, Dobbs was an interesting trial. It didn't work out. He, the, the accuracy never improved. And so we can ship him off. And, and go on with, with Mason Rudolph as our backup, and then we take a flyer on Hodges as QB3? Because do you really need to keep Josh Dobbs around as QB3 if you're if you're settled on Mason Rudolph as being your backup this year? Because it's not like, you know, I don't think Dobbs, if Dobbs loses to Mason Rudolph now, I don't think he's winning that job back in, in
1: 2020. See, I don't think it's about him losing the job. I think it's about, you know, having a, a guy around in an, emergency, in an emergency situation that you can call up. I mean... You know, the Steelers for years kept Byron Leftwich and Charlie Batch. There was no sign that, that either was going to do anything major. It was just in case Ben went down, they used Leftwich because his arm was still there. If he went down, they used Batch because he knew the system. And, and had they let Batch go, they wouldn't have been able to beat the Ravens that one year uh, when it was close to Thanksgiving in, in Baltimore. And it was a huge win that season and arguably the staple winner of that season. Um, but – yeah, I and I mean Byron Leftwich. The year they won the Super Bowl, they needed him to be able to play. You know, you know against Washington on uh, the the night before the the 2008 election. I remember that, and they you know they that win helped them lock up the number. The, I think it was the number two seed in that playoff. Uh, you know, I, I just I I think that I think that they, they aren't they aren't just you don't just chuck away the third quarterback position when you got a guy that you think unless you can get some value for him. Right, but, but Dobbs. Has not shown that he's completely inept. In fact, I think he's shown that he can contribute to this team um, If if needed in a pinch or if needed in an absolute emergency Um, And again, I still you know for all the hype around Devlin Hodges We haven't even seen him go up against third stringers, let alone second stringers, let alone first stringers He's been going up against the the fourth stringers of the fourth stringers and he's had some success whereas Dobbs has moved the ball against first string defenses uh, and I know people are like well he hasn't put a touchdown on the board well you know he did he he ran for one and he's had two wiped out for you know things that weren't weren't his uh weren't his mistakes uh, or yeah. even yeah I'm interested to see you know how,
0: m- how many reps Hodges gets in this game because I mean the other part of this right is that Josh Dobbs is going nowhere if Hodges were to go out there on, on Thursday and, and absolutely look terrible. I mean, if he throws a couple interceptions or anything like that, this whole conversation is over. And, and I'm with you. I'm playing devil's advocate for half this conversation because I don't think that Devlin Hodges is, is long for this roster as much as I like him as a quarterback and, and as a story throughout camp. I, I I don't see him making it over Dobbs. Maybe that the Steelers do trade him, but I think that would be as big a shock to me this year as the Steelers cutting Landry Jones a year ago. I, I just don't see it. I think... I think maybe Mason Rudolph has already won the backup quarterback spot. I think Dobbs is going to play well on Thursday night and make that make that storyline still interesting as we go into cut day. Um, but I would be I'm going to be shocked if on Saturday Josh Dobbs is not a Pittsburgh Steeler. All right, one other thing here in news and notes I want to talk about is the fact that the Steelers waived injured Brian Allen, who did not play against the Tennessee Titans, and they they were uh, they claimed Javante Dean, a cornerback from the Cleveland Browns, off waivers. Chris first of all here Javante Dean maybe has the hardest job in sports right now. He's coming in what he got 1 day to prepare. He's going to play on that on that final preseason game on Thursday night and then the cuts are what 48 hours after that. I mean he's he's got he's in a rough spot.
1: I don't think it's really He knows he's not getting a job What he all he has to do is go out there and this might actually be he has the least amount of pressure on him If he doesn't do well, he doesn't do well I mean, but no one's expected anything of this guy If he gets on the field and makes a big play that might give him a look to say Hey, someone put him on a practice squad somewhere or give him a workout if you know at at some point down the line in fact, I, I think this is this is very good for him because now he's gonna get a look that he wasn't gonna get before and, uh, you know, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But it's better than him sitting on the couch. Um, and I get your point. I get your point. He's not he it's he's in an in the inevitable situation that he's going to be cut. But um, but it, but it's one of those situations where, like, hey, you got to look here. You never know what tackle you make that gets you on some other team. You know, you know what special teams play that you might make that someone's like, hey, I could use that. And then that propels you to, you know, a career at some point. Uh, in, in the NFL.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. He's going to be able to put some more tape out there to potentially win a practice squad spot. Maybe, maybe not in the Steelers, but potentially somewhere around the NFL. What do you think about the idea that Brian Allen was cut? Though? I mean, this was a guy that you and I talked about during training camp as, as having a decently okay camp. I mean, you know, the guy has been a disappointment in the past. It, it's always been his size and speed that's been the, inter- the interesting part of Brian Allen. I mean, you, you don't find six three corners that run four 440s. Um, I thought he did progress this year, and I thought that, that, you know, there was maybe a chance they might take a flyer on him as a seventh defensive back, although as we've seen guys like Skipper and other guys making their case for the roster, it seemed like a, a longer and longer shot. That Brian Allen would make this roster, but here we are. I mean, Brian Allen waved injured. I think he's played his last downs in Pittsburgh.
1: No, he definitely has. Uh, and I'll, I'll say this: I think it's he ha, he had an unfortunate situation of an influx of talent onto this roster, um, which is great for the Steelers, but it stinks for Brian Allen. Um, I, I I thought he was he was making some plays in training camp, but. Combine that with his, his poorly timed injuries. Maybe he would have gotten some more snaps where Justin Lane was got, got snaps in this last game, and maybe he would have had an, an opportunity to make a play. But, I mean, you just look at what they added on on, on defense this year. You know, Tazar Skipper looks like you've got to keep him, yeah, and there's no way that you would keep Brian Allen over that guy. Uh, and I know they're different position groups, but you got to do the math and you got to make 53 players. And Skipper, to me, is, is such a higher value than a, than a guy who still hasn't played a real defensive snap in, in regula- regulation football um, and is entering his third year. Um, and, and you look at the cornerback room. You, you, you know you had Nelson and Hayden as your starters. Uh, Burns has looked solid uh, in preseason and, uh, and in training camp. He looks like he's more prepared this year. You're not getting rid of Hilton because he's he, he's a slot guy slash an extra DB that you're in the line. I'll the ball. You're not getting rid of Camp Sutton. And, I mean, that's already five guys right there, and uh, we still haven't even talked about the rookie Justin Lane, who loses another guy. You're not, there's no way you're getting whatever a third round pick. Um, someone would have to get hurt and, and go on IR, um, and, and none of those guys are doing that, so. Uh, I think it's just the logical re- reasoning to let Brian Allen go, and it stinks because he seemed like such a such a good guy in the locker room. The Steelers really seemed to like him, and they really wanted to protect him. And I think that he'll get scooped up somewhere and get an opportunity to play. But he just he, he didn't earn a spot to get more opportunities, and he had an ill time injury. And uh, now there's too many guys on the roster that are showing up. So just football can be a very cruel sport when it comes to uh, you know jobs and moving forward.
0: If he had had the training camp he had this year, if he had had that last year and been a, and going, had gone into this training camp improving on that, they would have been a much different story. But you're right. I mean, he just it was a numbers game, and he you know he was always on the outside looking in. All right, we're gonna go to break here. When we come back, we're gonna do our jersey power rankings. We're gonna tell you which jersey you should buy this season. All right Chris, time for our Jersey Power Rankings. You excited? You excited for the Jersey Power Rankings this year?
1: So exciting. I haven't worn a jersey in years, but it's so exciting.
0: Well, this is this is our you know, our way to, to give back to, to our fans and tell them what, you know, give them a little, it's our it's our shopping guide, right? I mean, it's, it's a the jersey power ranking is a really a shopping guide for the for the fans uh, to let them know what jerseys are worth buying. I like doing this because every year I try to buy a jersey. I didn't buy one last year. Thank goodness I didn't because there really wasn't any player to buy last year. I mean, if, if I did buy a jersey last year, if I had bought Antonio Brown or, or Le'Veon Bell or, you know, eh, maybe, maybe, you know, it, it wouldn't have been a great situation. So, we're going to count this down from five to one. I have some, you know, we have. Some, I'm sure we're going to have some sleepers in here. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have some controversy. I mean, I said yesterday at the end of the podcast, right? I had a hard time getting, I had a hard time getting this list of five. I honestly did. And, and I'll start with my number five here. And it's a player who, I'm going to say it right now, you shouldn't buy his jersey. You should not buy this player's jersey. But because we had to come up with five players, I had to put someone on the list. And so my number five player is James Conner. And here's why I don't think you should buy, I mean, James Conner, if you were going to buy, what? I mean... Yeah, here's why. Running backs these days, their their shelf life is as short as ever, as ever. You know, if you bought a Le'Veon Bell jersey in year three, how much? How many more years of that jersey did you have left? Two. I mean, you know, you need to buy a James Conner jersey two years ago if you wanted the full life of it, because there is a chance that when James Conner's contract comes up, they don't re-sign him. If he's if he's gonna if he's gonna want Melvin Gordon money, if he's gonna want Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley. I think the Steelers are going to let him walk, and they're going to move on to the position because that is what the, the smarter teams in the NFL are doing right now. They're not paying running backs. And so if I'm, if I'm buying a James Conner jersey today, you got to be prepared for the fact that in two years, this guy is on another roster. So that, that's why I don't have James Conner as, as, a, as a jersey worth buying. But I had to have five players, so he's my number five. Chris, who's your number five?
1: First and foremost, <laughs> Steeler Nation. I must apologize. What do you guys think about what Tony just said, I just have to ask. <laughs> oh, brother! This guy stinks.
0: <laughs> Listen, all all I'm saying is that you don't want to buy a jersey for a guy
1: who may not be on the team in two years. <laughs> okay. Well, let let me get into my list, which yeah. actually makes some sense. I'm gonna start first of all. The, the 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 Here's the rules of my list. One, there can be no rookies, because one there's a there's a curse of if you buy a rookie's jersey. It can lead to bad things. Plenty mm-hmm. of people bought Audie Burns's jerseys. and Me. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Right there. So these are why you should listen to my rules and not Tony's. Um, I also exclude superstars that are that everyone's going to be wearing the jersey of. The point of getting a jersey is getting a cool jersey that everyone's going to be like, man. That's a good look. I didn't think about getting that jersey. Oh man, I wish I got that jersey. So
0: you, you like the sleeper jerseys. You like the like like last year if you're if you're rocking a Chris Boswell jersey last year, right? Because he, no, he was the best I, kicker you in football. Never
1: wear a kicker. You never wear a kicker. Okay, so not a wear. kicker. Not
0: Who's the I mean who are the sleepers on I'm interested? Okay, look, hold on, I'm to see your
1: list. There Who's you your go. number five? Uh, so, so now you're gonna go. Number five, a jersey you're not gonna see a lot of, but you know exactly who he is, Stephon Tuett. Cause I think Stefan Tuitt is about to enter his prime the way that Cam Hayward has entered his prime for the Steelers. And you're going to see 91. It's a big guy jersey. For all you big guys out there, I know that you're out there listening. Stephon Tewitt's a good guy to get. He's a smart guy. He's signed to a super long contract, so he's going to be with the Steelers for quite some time. And I think he's ready to wreck some shop on the defensive line. Get yourself a Stephon it jersey.
0: Buying a Stephon Tuitt jersey though is like buying like if, like if in 2002 you bought like a Tommy Maddox jersey. It's like,
1: yeah, I mean, what? yeah, he's fine, he's Why? fine, but like, well, you're not. You he's just not, like, compared great. Stephon to t- Tommy Maddox. Couldn't throw his way out of a paper bag. If that you, is, if a, if if you, call, you okay, place. you're gonna, okay, hold on.
0: You are slandering. I am not slandering Stephon Tuitt. I think To is a fine. You player. You just he's compared not, him with Tommy Maddox. That's Tommy slander. Maddox? No, Tommy Maddox was a good quarterback for this team for a oh. while. But he's never great. No. <laughs> did, did you miss the? Did, uh, did you miss 2002 when he took this team to the playoffs and should have won that playoff game if the kicker didn't fake the the uh, the, the roughing? Yeah. Did okay, you miss when, won a, when won teams that game.
1: year figured out? Oh wait, if we actually just blitz him, he can't do anything. No,
0: it was, because, was no. Tommy Madison's career ended when he got paralyzed and he was never the same guy. No. Otherwise, it
1: ended when teams said, "Hey, blitz him," and then because I mean, look, look, but look at the game plan. It, it wasn't just the para- para- paralysis or whatever happened. It was—people, when they played the Steelers back in 2002, the game plan was contain Cordell, hang back in coverage, and hope he doesn't pick you apart. With Tommy Maddox, you couldn't do that because he had a strong arm and he was more accurate with the ball. So when you did that, he picked you apart. That's why he had such huge games to start off. But it was the Tennessee Titans who first realized, if we just blitz this guy— He's dead, and then he got injured, and then he came back, and then he had the worst quarterback performance in the history of the Steelers when he lost to the Houston Texans when they didn't even get 100 yards total offense because he had... Two interceptions returned for, for a touchdown, and the most embarrassing fumble returned for a touchdown. I will not stand for you comparing <laughs> Stephon it to Tommy Maddox. He's never played as bad as Tommy Maddox has. No, on I game. said
0: 2002, Tommy Maddox. I, I said 2002. That was 2002, and- Tommy Maddox. The, the Texan game was 2002. Tony, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the playoff year. What, yeah, that was 2002 that he made the playoffs, right? Yeah, it was, 2000, I'm talking about was 2002, 2002, Tommy Maddox. <laughs> Yeah, I'm we didn't probably, lose to the Texans. In,
1: did we lose to the Texans in two thousand two? No, he wasn't paralyzed that year. He was paralyzed the next that, year. it was the first game he came back. Trust me, I was I was a I was a young. Thirteen-year-old Cordell Stewart fan thinking this guy's a bum. Get him out of there. <laughs> and, and, and I'm sitting there like, and as soon as they put Cordell back and they started moving the ball, I'm like, do you see what you're doing to yourself? And then the next year, when he started in 2003, again, everyone was like, oh, we just blitz him, okay? And he was toast. He was he was horrible. This is this is. So so let me get this straight. If we were to pick all-time quarterbacks on the Steelers roster, I would pick mm-hmm. Terry Bradshaw, Ben Roethlisberger, and I would say Cordell Stewart as a possible third, maybe Neil O'Donnell, whatever. You would pick Devlin Hodges, Landry yeah. Jones, and Tommy Maddox. What is wrong with you, Tony? I mean, I think that's
0: the right list. I think that's and I think that's the right <laughs> list. I don't All think right. there's We we got to get back to the important list, the yeah. jersey list. I just I can't with you today. I cannot. <laughs> I'm just saying Stefan Tutit has not reached his potential just yet No, and he's
1: just and he's about to. He's 25 years old he's and he's about in to and year he's five. five. I mean yes I mean, and he's and Cam he was extremely young Cam Hayward didn't reach his potential until he was 28 29. That's this it's the same sort of deal. People said where's Cam Hayward in 2003 2014 2013 2014 and then all of a sudden 2016 like, "Oh yeah, that guy is pretty good." And and now, and now they're like, "Oh, we love Cam Hayward." Yeah, if you had just paid attention and gotten his jersey back in 2014. You would have been cool. So be cool like me and get Stephon to it as your fifth best jersey. I can tell our, our lists are going to be very. I mean, we're really
0: simpatical on oh, these yeah. lists. I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. simpatical yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number four uh, is Devin Bush. I put a rookie on because, like I said yesterday, I had a really hard time putting if Devin together Bush five gets hurt.
1: Points. I'm blaming you.
0: Uh, yeah, you can. That's, yeah, I'll allow it. Um, I Look, Devin Bush, I, I think it's too early to buy a Devin Bush jersey, but I know there are people in our Facebook group. They've already posted the, the photos of their Devin Bush jersey that they bought. I think as far as rookies go, there were two that you were pretty sure about, right? T.J. Watt and now Devin Bush. And uh, T.J. Watt worked. If you bought a T.J. Watt jersey in his rookie year, you made a great investment. I think if you buy a Devin Bush jersey, understand you are taking a gigantic risk. But I think you probably made a good investment, so that's why Devin Bush is my number four. Chris, who's your number four?
1: Number four, James Washington. Again, I like the up-and-comers, and and I think James Washington is your best up-and-comer of a guy that people are still questioning. Is he going to have a big year? I think he's about to have a big year. He's going to make some big plays. And I think that when the Steelers make the playoffs at the end of this season, spoiler alert, I'm predicting them to make the playoffs this season. So did I. They're going. I? He's going to make some big plays that makes fans love him, and he's going to have the attitude that people like because he's not going to be go the Antonio Brown route. He's going to be. He's more quiet and humble, and he's not going to. He's 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 going to be well liked. Get on this train before it's too populated. You will be so happy with an investment in a James Washington jersey because some people might have it at the stadium, but they're not the. the you got to work to get get a James Washington jersey. That's not going to be sold in stores a whole bunch. Find one now before they're too popular. And then I think in about two or three years, there's going to be a lot of James Washington jerseys at Heinz Field.
0: Okay, so I'm with you. Like, I, think, I do think James Washington is going to have a big year in 2019. But you're buying a jersey for a guy who has 16 catches, 200 yards, and in, in, in a touchdown. And that's, you know, that's all he had
1: to show for his rookie year. Right.
0: He was a major disappointment. Which
1: is why I wouldn't have bought his jersey as a rookie this year. I think it's
0: the right time. You okay? So, and you think he's he's a better as far as if we're, if we're getting young players who are probably a little too early, but you know, right now is the time. You would put him above Edmonds.
1: We haven't finished our list. Okay, okay, okay,
0: I th- okay. All right, I'm glad. I'm glad. All right, my wait, 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 hold on. That was your number four.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. That means you're leaving off one of the big three. Okay, so my number three is the obvious one, T.J. Watt. He's the best defensive player the Steelers have. You know, this is this is the double-digit sack guy, the best pass rusher since James Harrison on this team. Wow. Um, you know, yeah, he's the best pass rusher since James Harrison. Yes! Okay. Uh, I'm, saying, I'm saying these are all things we know, Tony. Okay. Yeah, so I think, you know, it's an e- that's an easy buy. I think the, the, my final three are the easiest three to think of. Um, you know, T.J. Watt is an obvious buy. If you want the best defensive player, you're buying T.J. Watt's jersey. Who's your number three?
1: My number three is a guy that you have already... Disrespected the inhumanity of you to go after Mr. James Jonathan Connor. It's not his actual middle name, but James Connor. How can you disrespect the guy? Number thirty. He's the Pittsburgh kid. He's from Pennsylvania. He went to Pitt. He tore his ACL. He beat cancer. He came back. He got drafted by the Steelers. He replaced Le'Veon Bell, and now he's picking up blitzes for Ben Roethlisberger and taking it all over the field. How can you not get a James Conner jersey? So I'm sure that's a jersey that people are starting to get into. So this one isn't too much of a sleeper but it's not one that has overpopulated Heinz Field I've been to two preseason games and I ain't seen too many 30s out there get on the James Conner train now because that one James Washington it'll be here in a couple years James Conner is going to rise to Juju level proportions of, of, of love and jersey wearing in Pittsburgh maybe even this season and that's why Juju's also not on my list because he is too obvious of a player to have
0: Juju's not on your list? Okay, first of all, if you Again, buy a James— Again, my
1: rule is not do what everyone else does. You hear me?
0: Okay. I mean, listen, if you buy a James Conner jersey, you know, just make sure you understand the return policy and don't take the tag off because, <laughs> you know, you, you may need to you
1: may need to bring that thing listen, back listen, in, in a year or two. Listen, but, he, but here's the thing. The return policy, say James Conner does get hurt, he's still going to be a superhero in Pittsburgh, Lord. Uh,
0: yeah. No, I mean like his story and everything and the fact that he, you know, he went to pay it and now he's on the Steelers. I understand the James Conner jerseys. They were already out there in his rookie year. I mean, this guy was was a backup to Le'Veon Bell and the the, the stands were full of James Conner jerseys. So, I get it and I understand why fans love him and and and, and bought his jersey. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, so, what are we up to? Number two? Two. All right. My number two? Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, th- this is the this was this is my first of all. He's my favorite player on the team. Uh, I love I love how he plays the 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 kind of the fun the joy that he brings to the game. Especially boy, everything the Steelers went through over the past uh, nine months. You know he is you know he's kind of a bright spot at that wide receiver position. And I, I just I I love the way that he plays his attitude on and off the field. Um, I I have his jersey. It's a it's a, my favorite jersey. I wear it on every Sunday. I w- actually I wore it this week. Um, Juju, my number two player. You got Chris, who's your player.
1: number two? You, you you go to bed with it, you you yeah. you wake up with it in the morning. Uh-huh. And, it's and, it's my
0: prized possession. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, okay, no, but okay. Juju again, if you bought it but see, you bought Juju last year. That was the time to buy it. This
0: no, year No, my girlfriend bought it from me his rookie year.
1: Oh well, yeah. I guess your girlfriend has some good buying strength because if you had bought it, Juju would probably be looking like Artie Burns right now. That's and that's true. So you're, you're, it was mid-season. I mean, it was like a Christmas gift that year. So okay, we kind of knew. Okay, okay. Well, you bought it at the right time. But see, that's the right time. But Juju, it's too late. He, he's too much of a superstar. It'd be like buying an Antonio Brown jersey last year. It's like everyone already knows that he's a superstar. It's it's too easy. Did uh, you just predict that Juju goes off the rails, hates Ben
0: Roethlisberger, and leaves the team after no, this season?
1: No, no. I'm uh, saying that if you bought AB after he became a superstar wide receiver— then you're just you're 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 a normie like you know you, you, We don't <laughs> you're, a normie. you're a normie my list is the normie list that is yes. for sure <laughs> <laughs> all right all right my number two is somewhat of a normie but it's a guy that i think that you can still get on because he's not a national craze yet and that's tj watt and tj watt is a guy okay. there are 90s there are plenty of 90 jerseys out there and people are starting to really like him and people would, in pittsburgh people already loved him that's a jersey you can wear out, and I think that he's going to be part of this team for the next eight, ten years and be a staple on this defense. And I think that people are going to like this guy a whole lot. He's a Watt brother. That brings more attention. It's just such an easy buy. I put him in my number two because I think that this is probably the last year you're going to be able to get him and not be look like a Normie because everyone's going to be like, oh, man, <laughs> of course you're getting a T.J. Watt. It's through, it's through red. Like, um, you know, but – and this is part of me because I do hang out in Lawrenceville and Pittsburgh, and that is the hipster neighborhood. Um, it's not where I'm from, but I, they they have they have good specials, so I have to go out there and get my drink <laughs> on. Uh, but um, uh, but when it comes to when it comes when it comes to T.J. Watt, uh, I, I think that he is still on the cusp of you can get him without looking like a lame-o. So as my number two, I think we might have the same number one, which is crazy. He absolutely do.
0: I know who your number one is, and I actually don't disagree with your number one. I like your number one, except, but I'll tell you why you're wrong. Uh, when, when but you, you when also made it. him
1: your number one.
0: No, he's not my number one. My number one is Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, uh, Tony. Boo! Oh my god. <laughs> what is okay? Hold on. If you are buying a Steelers jersey, you you are buying. You need to buy something that is going to last you for a long time right? A Ben Roethlisberger jersey is a classic. This is the best quarterback in Steeler history besides Devlin Hodges. So there <laughs> we go again. <laughs> oh, for, for, hold on. Okay. I didn't say a Matt Ryan jersey, although a Matt Ryan jersey <laughs> might, look, might look good. <laughs> <laughs> look ben, ben is a classic it's a classic forever you can wear you know I mean th- this guy is you know this is like wearing a Troy Polamalu jersey or wearing a Terry Bradshaw or my dad has a Joe Green a Jerome Bettis right I mean this guy you can wear this jersey on any Sunday forever
1: uh Ben Roethlisberger listen, is listen. absolutely the best buy listen if you get Ben Roethlisberger you're late you're super late to the party he only got three more years playing my general rule with with old-time Steelers it's 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 just like it's just like the, the Hall of Fame. You gotta wait at least five years Let that die down and then you pick your you, you pick you, you pick your player like for example Heinz Ward now it is cool to wear again uh, Troy Polamalu now is cool to wear again. You know James Harrison. Give it a couple years, then he'll be cool to wear again. Scratch it out and put a Dini on the back. No <laughs> <laughs> A Dini on the. Back. That that that's. I mean that's what a lot of people are doing these days. I've seen a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of '84s out there that just have like no or out of town and all these other things <laughs> on there for where Brown was. Uh, I I, I've, I always loved seeing. There were uh, I, I saw someone who had a Cordell Stewart jersey that was altered to be San Antonio Holmes, and you could see that it was that, but that it was altered a third time or a second time to be Martavis Bryant. That was one of my favorite like alterations I saw at a game. I was like, you know what? Credit, because you know you look like a fool out here, but you're out here doing nah, it. So great job. Yeah, so great job to that person. But you don't All do it. Right, so who's you your number do, one? You don't do My number one is a guy you need to get right now before he's a superstar on this team. That's Terrell Edmonds. It's it, it's smooth. The brother it looks sharp. He's making plays out there. If you saw him in that Titans game, you saw with that pass breakup, he's forced to fumble in these in, in these in in this preseason. He is ready to take over. I think if you get his jersey now, you'll get ahead of the rush because he's going to be all over the field for the Steelers. He's going to have some big plays here and there. I, I think you can still be able to get him next year because I don't think the national media is going to catch on to him just yet. But I do think if you get him now, you are setting yourself up to have a jersey that's going to be for a long time. Because this is another player that's super young. I think he's 22 years old right now. And he's going to – so that means that a, a, a safety – typically you have a safety. He'll go into his, his 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 early 30s. Like, you know, 33 is around the time when you start looking at him and say, eh. so that means for the next decade, if Terrell Edmonds continues to ascend, you're going to have a, a great jersey in your pocket. And you're going to be able to say, I bought this jersey when he was a second-year player and not – when he was a 38 year old quarterback like Tony Sereno. What?
0: <laughs> what <laughs> is there a worse number for a safety than 34? I'm trying to think. I don't think there is. I think 34 might be the worst number they possibly could have given him and that's why he can't buy his jersey. He's got to change his number. I mean this guy absolutely has to have a number change before you can buy his jersey. I agree with you that he could be good this year although I mean we're given are we really given jersey predictions or jersey uh projections here based on
1: preseason games I mean it's a, it's a little early we're but giving off of projections of how these young players are going to be doing you know I if I wanted to just just sit back and list fantasy football players that will start great I could do that any time of the day we are here Tony to get the nitty-gritty to get the hard picks for this for our for our listeners out there he's
0: got to change his number the 34 is a tear you got to agree 34 for a, for a safety, for a super, See, what could be a superstar safety? People said that safety. about
1: choice forty three before he made it cool, and now everyone loves to wear forty three. You know, I, I I disagree. I think thirty four looks smooth. It's the old Andy Russell jersey, man. I respect it. Thirty four, solid mm-hmm. number. He he just has to make it work. Look, Walter Payton wore thirty four. That's that's it's a, a running back number. The, I mean, it's you it only it's the, the it only the position number. that can wear thirty four. What is nah, wrong it's not with a DB you, Ooh, Tony? It's not a we DB just number. we're just not agreeing at all today. No. It, we
0: literally, I don't think we do, Well, the only person we, we had on our list that were the same were, actually, no, you had you had James Conner and I did too. So James Conner and T.J. Watt were the only two that we agreed on. All right, here's some players I think it's too, all right, so I wrote down a couple more here. I have players I think are it's too early to buy. I put Terrell Edmonds on this list. I put James Washington on this list. I also put Deontay Johnson on this list. And I, I you know, I think Deontay Johnson, I think Deontay Johnson might make this list next year, um, depending on how he does his rookie year. I really like Deontay Johnson. If I was gonna buy a jersey, if I was gonna be like, if I was gonna try and be like, you know, you talk about the hipsters and trying to buy a jersey way, way, way too early, I might take a flyer on Deontay Johnson. Um, I like him a lot. I think he's gonna be very good for this team. Um, the other player that I thought about putting that replacing James Conner with at five was Vance McDonald, but I just, you know, the injury problems for him. I think he's only got what two years left on his deal at this point. Um, so it's the, kind of the same problem as Connor, and I just, that's why I put Connor above. Yeah. Games. So, so, so here is the thing:
1: Vance makes sense. He's not going to be here much longer, most likely, and he does have injury concerns. Uh, unless he he's brought back on, on a cheaper deal, totally see him not sticking around much longer. Um, who who are some guys that like almost made the cut for you? Almost made the cut because I was going back and forth about about some guys. I personally think. That you still have to look at. Uh, you know, I, I really wanted to put Javon Hargrave there, but the reality is they're not going to resign him. So it's just yeah, so can't, can't put guys in a contract here. Yeah, it's just that's just that's just very sad. Um, but you know, I, I, if, I if I'm if I'm going across the board, I actually think a sleeper pick would be Steven Nelson because I think they're going to need a guy that 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 they can rely on in the secondary and that he's going to turn his two-year deal into a few more years. So Don't I think, you think Steeler fans are going to hate Steven Nelson, though? No. Like, yeah, I, I think, think he's a good player, like but I think Steeler fans aren't going to like him. I think he's going to be scrappy, and they're going to like that about him. And, and, and that You're going to see him fighting for the ball all over the field, and I, I think they're going to be like, ooh, I like Steven. I think he's going to be like that quiet, like, I-just-bring-my-lunch-pail-to-work type of guy, and that's what people are going to like about him. He's not going to be uh, a, a superstar, you know? I think right, I think right. he's, he, he, he's not even going to be a star, he, but he's just going to be one of those – he's going to be like DeShawn Townsend. DeShay Townsend was not a star, but he was beloved in Steeler Nation because he just did his job, and he was good at his job. And he challenged. He was physical. He was quick. He made plays on the ball, um, and he made some big plays. Um, but uh,
0: I think he's going to be more like William Gay, you know? Little undersized, not fast, but he makes plays, he makes tackles, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll have an interception here and there, but generally speaking, fans are going to be like, why is he playing off so much? you are always throwing at Gay's guy, you know? Um, but, but see, here's the thing, William Gay became beloved no after offense, he fans, came by the way. back. What did you say? I said no not, with no offense to the fans
1: out there who, who say that stuff. You know? <laughs> right, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Tony <laughs> wasn't making fun of you guys, even though he was. Um, even though I definitely was, <laughs> e- even, even, even though you definitely were anyways, let's get back to our list. Cause we keep, we keep messing those up. Other guys that just missed the cut. I, I gotta say Devin Bush is so enticing, even though I have a rookie rule. He's just, he's, he's at that position where yeah. you're thinking like, man, if, if he could, uh, if he could actually just make it work like that that he's you you need to get him now because he's I think he's going to be a superstar in the NFL. So it's tough for me to leave him off my list because I am so high on this guy. But I have to leave him off my list because he's a rookie and I don't want to jinx him. Um here, here are some guys I considered and I, I
0: I didn't put them on the list because I don't think they're jersey worthy and I know I'm going to get hate mail for this. I already got hate mail. But we already we already got hate mail before we even started. Uh, I think it was John on Twitter who wrote in. J- yeah, John on Twitter wrote in. Uh we bet I better see 45 in your rankings. He wants Roosevelt Nicks as a jersey, which I mean, Chris, for you, the sleeper. I mean, no, no one has a Roosevelt. Yeah,
1: Knicks Nick Nix is. That, a, he was coming up about two players later, but like Nick Nix is another guy. I really think it's good to have. He's like he's just like Dan Kreider. Like you know, he's never gonna get the love, but he's such a stealer. He he he's, he's Mr. Stealer in some ways. Like you don't he don't ask for nothing. He just goes out there and whips your butt. Like he just he just goes out there and plows people over and, and and you gotta love him for that. So um definitely Roosevelt Roosevelt Knicks is uh is is on my is on my almost made it list. I just I, I don't put him there because is, I also I'm also not sure how much longer Nix might be on the roster. Um with how that with how they're moving forward with running backs. It could it could kind of be all over the place. But still, um uh, Roosevelt Knicks, definitely someone if you got that one, you you're you're cool for that. You know, you are like, man, like look at that guy. Like, why didn't I think to get a Roosevelt Knicks jersey?
0: So here are the here are the four guys I didn't think were jersey worthy at this point. Okay. I'm gonna say the last one. I'm gonna say my first one last actually, because I can't. Marquise Pouncy. David DeCastro, Alejandro Villanueva, offensive lineman. I mean, offensive lineman jerseys are kind of cool, but, you know, if you want a jersey where you're you're watching the game and you're cheering for that guy cuz he made a play, that's never happening with Pouncey DeCastro Villanueva unless they pull and make a good block or something like that, and that is, you know, that's going to happen to you maybe once a game that'll be called out. Uh, so, I mean, offensive lineman jerseys, if you want I'm not saying you shouldn't get one, I just don't, you know, I'm not I'm not an offensive lineman jersey guy. And then the other guy that I thought at this point in his career, is he jersey worthy? I'd said, nah, Cam... I thought thought about putting Cam Hayward as number five, but here's the problem. I want guys who are, like, going to make, you know, playmakers out there. And I'm not saying Cam Hayward doesn't make big plays. He does, but he's not, like... He's not a playmaker on defense. A lot of
1: great, great, great Steelers right now. <laughs> I am. I
0: know. I, I, just, I realized, but like as I was saying this, I'm like this is coming off of everything I said about Connor and to it, and now here we go with. Hayward. I'm not even
1: gonna play the oh the brother this guy stinks meme. You just know it's it. it. it's implied. It's implied <laughs> for this whole segment. <laughs>
0: No, I just I think at this point, look, Cam Hayward is what thirty, thirty-one. Um, so I mean, I think he still got some time left, and I think you know he is a jersey that you can wear after he retires because he was a great stealer. But at this point in his career, I mean, is he a real playmaker on that defense? I think if you're if you're considering a Cam Hayward he's had jersey,
1: twenty sacks in the past two seasons. So yes, he is a real playmaker well, on the defense. Why not get a TJ Watt jersey? Right? No, I mean, unless T.J. you Watt already jersey. have a TJ,
0: <laughs> unless you already have a TJ Watt jersey, then maybe, but.
1: I agree because I left Cameron Hayward off my list because he is too long of a veteran and there's too many 97s out there. And and, and he's a guy that's like, okay, you're not cool because you you knew that he was already good. You needed to know that Cam Hayward was good back in like 2014 when people were still like, I don't know if this guy really should be re-signed or anything. You needed to know back then. And I knew back then, which is why I've always been on Cam Hayward's side. So. That's I mean, I'm on his side. I'm just – I'm not on his side. for. Biden's of course story. you are. Of course you are, Tony. <laughs> um, All right. So is there anyone else that made your list or, or – I mean almost made your list? Well, there was one guy in particular who we haven't even mentioned in this entire segment, which is so crazy. Tony, I'm going to give you two guesses. Who is it? Landry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: we haven't mentioned him. Uh but-
1: uh, it's right in front of your face. You're gonna slap yourself when you don't get this.
0: I mean Joe Hayden, but he's in a contract year.
1: Yeah, not Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden, you, you'd want to get Hayden because he's been a very good Steeler for a couple years, and it's that—that's a weird jersey buy. Like you had to get that right when he came to the Steelers. Um, and he's a guy after he retires. Yeah, absolutely because of what he's contributed. Especially if they go make a deep run and win a Super Bowl or something like that, Joe Hayden would yeah, actually—they'd have
0: to win a playoff game with him. They haven't. I mean, they haven't won a playoff game with him yet. You're right.
1: I think yes, because yeah. they signed him in seventeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're right about that. They need to win a playoff game. So, but my point is, that he needs to have a legendary. Mo- he he had a legendary moment when he intercepted Tom Brady. Of course, just didn't lead to anything after that. Um, but uh, but Joe Hayden's a guy that I, I left off my list because he's very good. And but he because he's in a, in the later stage of his career. But you still haven't guessed who the obvious pick is. The only other
0: guy I can think is Bud Dupree, but he's also in a contract here.
1: Yeah, no, not Bud Dupree. You give up.
0: I I give up. Oh my God! I how to... <laughs> you can't. What 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 are we talking about here? You're gonna buy a Chadwick? Is this the the custom Chadwick Boseman jersey? Honestly, Steeler fans, we should all band together and get Chris. We should all start like a GoFundMe to get Chris a Chadwick Boseman Steeler jersey. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Ah, this is going to just be my troll for the rest no, of the year. It's, it's the meme for the, yeah, it's this, the meme for this 2019 this, season. Because ah, I knew you didn't see that. One. <laughs> I, I, it's said like, god. And once I said Bud Dupree and you said no, I'm like, what is he going to say now? I mean, <laughs> who is left? Jalen Samuels? Like, uh, yeah, I don't think you get a Jalen Samuels jersey. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, well, I have my jokes done. That was the, that was the last thing I had for this. That was the last thing in my notes, Tony. That's just what I wanted another reason yes. to, to play. this. Yes. I would love to see your notes. It's like you know
0: five, uh, James Washington four, you know three troll Tony with Chadwick Boseman again. <laughs> okay, but That's great it. job, great job. All right, so those are those are our Jersey Power Rankings. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. We'll be back tomorrow to get back to football. Uh, we're going to be talking. We'll be previewing Steelers Panthers, the final preseason game of the year. Chris, before then, let people know where they can find
1: your work. As always, find me on Twitter at Carter Critiques, where you follow me, I will follow you back. I'm always down to answer questions in the DMs. I do every day. We have a lot of listeners that have a lot of great questions, so don't be afraid to reach out. No person, no throw profile is too small, even if you only have one follower, and that follower is me. so uh, Follow me, and don't forget to at me as well. Ask me new questions, whatever. We love our listeners. Thank you so much for making this show great. Please rate us on, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Rate us five stars. Leave a comment. Let us know what you, what you really like about the show um as far as my other work dkpittsburghsports.com, carter's classroom you can read all my x's and o's analysis on the steelers who's doing good who's doing bad and why they need why they're doing that way That's what we're going to be talking about all the time. Got us a big story today about the safeties and why they could be bullying the NFL again for the Steelers. Check us out at DKPittsburghSports.com for just 99 cents. You can try us out for a month. We still have our football sale going on. It should be be just $20 $20 just to join. Um, And and if you check us out right now, I guarantee you you will love our Steelers, Pirates, and Penguins coverage that goes on 24-7 insight in the locker room insight in the film room all the all the things you need for your pittsburgh sports addiction
0: you can follow me on twitter at steeler country like chris said please leave us a five-star review on itunes it really does help us spread the word about the show and chris and i'll be back tomorrow for more locked on steelers